0: Hello, I'm Russell Shaw, a Senior Market Specialist at FXM. Welcome to FXM Market Talk, your trading and finance podcast. Since 1999, FXM has provided global traders access to the world's largest and most liquid markets. Keep listening to get our quality market commentary and analysis. welcome to FXM market talk your trading and finance podcast thank you very much for joining me today it is Monday and it is the 11th of October my name is Russell Shaw. I'm a senior market specialist at FXM and joining me today is my colleague Nikos tabburs who is a fellow senior market specialist just before I bring Nick in I want to just remind everyone that this is not to be taken as investment advice this is a A general market commentary only and i encourage everyone to listen all the way to the end and right at the end we'll we'll play our regional disclaimers with that all said and done let's bring in nick hello nick are you there
1: hello russell yes i'm here glad uh, to be back talking with you and also with our uh, listeners about the other markets how are you
0: i'm very well i'm very well how are you nick
1: all good on my side too once again as always excited to talk about uh the upcoming and past events
0: indeed and we've got a lot to talk about today don't we
1: true yes well let's we start from uh what we had last week yeah i think
0: i think we should the, the the big one what what happened on friday the uh, non-form payroll you want to uh, tell us uh, your views on that nick
1: Yeah, so we had the U.S. jobs report uh, where the NFPs were abysmal and disappointing once again. uh, The U.S. economy added just uh, 194,000 jobs in September. Uh, That's even lower than the previous disappointment, uh, where we had 366k um, new jobs in August. Although unemployment did continue to drop, it dropped to 4.8 from uh 5.2 prior so that was a bad number obviously uh but uh did the markets care what do you think
0: no they didn't <laughs> just taking a look at the yields yields, yields are up dollars yeah. uh, dollars exactly uh, hasn't dropped and i think that the market uh is looking past this yeah the, uh, markets don't seem to
1: believe that it changes the uh, the, the tapering timeline of the fed right at yeah. least based on the reaction on the dollar and the um, and the uh, yields
0: yeah i think we can expect the tapering to begin uh, before year end i think the communication comes november but yeah um, early november yeah yeah and i think that um, tapering is, is is coming i think the market um, still believes that and to, to be fair um, perhaps the the jobs data is a little muddled By the uh, by the pandemic, I think that if you take a look at other job metrics, you mentioned the unemployment rate, um, uh, initial jobless claims, all all seem to be sort of heading in the in the right direction. So I think, yeah, I think tapering for the asset purchases program uh, is is, is certainly on the cards.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, but uh, we're also going to have the uh, um, uh, FOMC minutes, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's this week uh, Wednesday, right?
1: So we're gonna, but we'll talk about that uh, later. But uh, the reason I'm mentioning it is because we're gonna get uh, a little bit uh, more clues into the Fed's thinking because they said that they expect to begin tapering um, uh, uh, within the year. So, having said that, I don't know if they can sort of like uh, walk that back yeah. without causing. Uh, the market mayhem that's sorry to jump into uh next week event but i wanted to sort of it a little bit with uh with that so yeah. anything else on the on the nfps uh
0: no i think that um uh, from from our point of view yes absolutely disappointing uh i think that the market is looking past it
1: yeah that, that's what it looks like so totally i agree with you but we also had uh, it was a hot week the, uh, last week. We also had the Reserve Bank of New Zealand uh, monetary policy decision. So essentially, it's the first major bank to uh, raise its interest rates. It's on the far end of the hockey uh, on the hockey side of the of the spectrum. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand uh, raised rates to 0.5 percent uh, by. 25 uh, BPS yeah uh, that was last Wednesday uh, and it's the first um, rate hike in seven years for the bank um, now the New Zealand dollar dropped on the off on the aftermath as um, it was um, pretty much expected it was priced in and there were some other broader factors like poor uh, investor sentiment uh, that weighed but yeah that was uh, I think a, a historic Uh, rate hike from there is a bank of New Zealand. Um, Any comments on this one?
0: Yeah, I I would agree with you. Uh, I think you um, I think you've got the right word there. Historic. First first rate hike in uh, in seven years. Uh, Certainly um, change is in the air, isn't it? And uh, uh, the fact that this is um, uh, traditionally or I've got to be careful—not traditionally, but in recent times, a, a fairly dovish reserve bank. Well, I think this says a lot.
1: Yes, we've seen that. Yeah, but uh, this time around, it was in the uh, in the forefront, uh, first to stop its um, QE, uh, first to to raise rates. I mean, from the like major banks, okay, not the first in general. Um, and we also had the, its Australian counterpart. Uh, Last week, but we didn't see any fireworks there. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand uh, kept rates at 0.1% and QE at uh, $4 billion, uh, per week. Um, just just, just yeah. want to
0: double check, that's the RBA, right?
1: The RBA, yeah. yeah the yeah. Reserve Bank. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we have there uh, the situation with uh, COVID is a little bit precarious, right? Although yes. it seems to be doing better.
0: Uh, well, well, I think Sydney uh, is opening up somewhat from, yeah. uh, from today. Um, I think the situation is still uh, tentative and um, we'll have to see how that develops. But um, yeah, the RBA um, certainly not as um, hawkish or aggressive as yeah. the although, Reserve Bank New Zealand. Yeah, although they did uh,
1: mentioning uh, referencing to the COVID outbreak there, that this setback to the economic expansion is expected to be temporary. Uh, So they're probably optimistic um, too about about how uh, COVID situation is gonna um, develop there.
0: Yeah, and I I would think that uh, is probably uh, um, correct. I mean, there is gonna be um, some um, survey data from um, NAB, the National Australia Bank. So they do the business um, sentiment then uh usually the day after is the Bank consumer sentiment but i don't think that's going to reflect um, anything at the moment because it's it's in hindsight right always looking back so i think we've got to wait for the for the um the economy to reopen start looking at the metrics then i think we'll even see um the unemployment data out this week so um all of that i think is going to be influenced uh, um by, by this lockdown in other words um, it's still very foggy, isn't it? We, we can't really see the, the, the trend. Um, and once that, once that clears, um, we probably, in my opinion, um, start seeing um, fairly good numbers, I, I, I would expect. Yeah, um, we're going to have
1: to wait and see, but there is definitely room for optimism once, or if <laughs> one could say the situation uh, starts um, uh, clearing up. But again, it's COVID is a, a huge curveball. Uh, yeah,
0: it's 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 I think everything it, with the whole date, even going back to NFP, I think um, it's 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 been muddied by yeah. COVID. I mean, we we are just correct. getting this this data. So one one month it's good, one month it's bad. It's just it's it's hard to get a sort of um, an actual uh, bead on the on the direction directional yeah. trend there, or the trend direction. That's true. Yeah um so we've seen we've spoken about nfp reserve Bank new zealand reserve bank australia i think that brings us to this week nick yeah uh
1: u.s inflation right yes consumer price index Mm cpi inflation Mm -hmm. um now the forecast is for uh the core reading at least the core reading the year-on-year core reading to to stay at four percent after -hmm. two consecutive declines um it's still high. Uh, so we're going to have to wait to see the, the new number, just to clarify that this is not the Fed's preferred measure of inflation. Yeah. So what's what your thought there? Can it um, have an impact on the markets, given, again, that the Fed has pretty much said what it had to say right now? To well, say now.
0: I think that... Um... I think it's going to moderate I, you know i think that the we've kind of seen the acceleration and now i think it sort of moderates um, can it affect the markets i, I, I think it, it can if it comes out with a, a surprise sort of and, and i would suspect a surprise to the downside probably um is it is going to be more damaging because all of a sudden you get um, a weak uh, labor market. You're getting a weak price market. What's going on? Mm. So but I think that is remote. My my opinion is we'll we'll obviously we'll speak about it next Monday. My my view is um, that the um, acceleration uh, is behind us. Now it's the moderation.
1: Yeah. Cool. And of course, later that same day, uh, Wednesday, we also have the FOMC minutes. Uh, the minutes from the last um monetary policy decision from the fed uh, i think it will be i don't know if it's going to be market moving but it's definitely going to be something that uh, worth interesting like looking into what was discussed and uh, what's the, what was the thinking, right
0: yeah absolutely always insightful or always insightful and exactly what you said earlier in our um, in our podcast um, in terms of the timing of the taping are we going to get any extra information from the FOMC minutes and I think that is what the market participants are looking forward to the most. Yeah and the
1: next uh, meeting uh, is not that far away right it's early November so we're counting the days for that. Um, Now anything
0: else on your uh, radar? Um, Yes just with regards to um, other metrics out of the U.S., just to sort of perhaps cap off the, the U.S. Um, releases. Friday, we will see the retail numbers. Uh, from my side, I, I would like to just see the, the retail numbers. And then later in the day, again, we have the University of Michigan consumer sentiment, which we know has fallen off a cliff, right? It's really coming kind of yeah. down. So how does the retail sales uh, measure up with the um, falling off of the um, consumer s- um, sentiment surveys. So that's what I'm uh, looking forward to as well.
1: And again, the consumer sentiment is our listeners know that this is something that you follow closely and always have, have some insights on that. And it's definitely interesting to, to see that one as well. Uh, now, anything from uh, the UK? Yes,
0: uh, I think the UK um, has got um, some, um, Um, some information that we should certainly just mention at the very least. Uh, Job numbers out this week, and um, I think the sort of um, interesting uh, news um, around um, the Bank of England is that um, Saunders um, has already started um, sort of um, publicly uh, prepping the market for rate right hikes, uh, mentioning that inflation uh, could be problematic if not addressed. So we're going to see the the job numbers. We'll see if, um, what kind of print uh, they have, and then of course, if you just take a look at the the gilts, uh, the guilt uh, the yields there are um, they shooting for the moon at the moment. So I think yeah. that that um, uh, with the, uh, the reserve that New Zealand started, uh, I think that the Bank of England uh, certainly going to hop on board should,
1: uh, fairly soon. Cool. And uh, I would also be looking at uh, some figures from China. We have the uh, the CPI and the retail um, sales. Uh, that's Thursday and Friday respectively. I, I always look at the data from China because they also tend to affect market mood. Uh, and um, definitely looking um, uh, for for these uh, figures as well. Uh, anything else around China or uh,
0: just um, China um, in the twenty first century, uh, we will all sort of acknowledge it's been um, uh, generally the the engine for global growth. Uh, it's come off uh, the, the, it's its foot's come off the um, accelerator pedal um, quite significantly. Um, is it um, going to um, show growth? Is it not? I think the market's uh, very concerned about that. Um, the um, PMIs ha- have fallen below 50 on uh, some measures. Uh, last week, we saw services come back up uh, to um, just above 50, which is, of course, expansion. So, I think the market is looking at that uh, data, and I think um, you are quite, quite correct in that um, it's, it's market moving just because of um, the way uh, um, it's driven global markets.
1: Exactly. We years. have some, yeah, we have, have had some risk factors from uh, China lately, mainly around the property uh, market and the ever-granted situation, which. Uh, remains um, in the spotlight but um i think we can uh leave china behind us for now and uh refocus on uh, the united states for mm-hmm. uh wall
0: street and the earnings right absolutely so we're getting uh, q3 earnings uh, starting this week
1: with big banks as usual, taking uh, things uh, off. Uh, we we'll have Wednesday. Uh, we we'll start with um, with JP Morgan uh, before the before reporting its Q3 results before uh, the bell.
0: Always interesting. I um, look forward to the um, the bank earnings. Um, I want to see um, the forward guidance. So are. Um, what do they think about the um, the increasing yields? Is that making their businesses more profitable? Is there growth in loans? What about the um, the, the reserves? Um, are they releasing some of those reserves up? So I think that um, this is um, um, a really, really um, good week to be uh, looking at all the, uh, yeah. the, the, the market news. And let me put through another point there.
1: There, like Q two was a blowout quarter, uh, mm-hmm. right, for mm-hmm. for earnings and for revenue growth. So we're gonna have to see uh, whether it peaked or uh, not. There are some fears that uh, growth peaked, and of course, uh, it's like compared to a year ago was more favorable due, due to the pandemic effect. A year later, now um, any comparison to Q3, uh, 2020 is probably going to be less favorable. In any case, so definitely a hot earnings uh, season to 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 watch out for what we're going to see.
0: Yeah, I don't think that can be underestimated. the the uh, The market um, has been running exceptionally. Um, uh, let me rephrase it: not the market, but the the earnings have been running exceptionally uh, well um, since the. Um, the bottom of the pandemic yeah. the the numbers and the uh the forecast beats have absolutely absolutely been out of this world and um you know does it go america man yeah does that continue That's it. and i think that uh, perhaps the last thing we can say on, on that of course is um with the oil price—we haven't really spoken about oil. It's, it's really getting uh, way up there. Is that going to hit sort of the um, sort of the operating side of income statements? Who knows. Uh, but these are all questions I think that uh, we'll um, see addressed in Ford Gardens. Exactly. Nick, anything else on your um, on your radar?
1: No, I think. Uh... These are uh, the main things that uh, I'll be looking uh, forward to as um, as we discussed. Um, and let's see what
0: happens. Phenomenal. Thank you very much uh, for your insights. Nick. always a pleasure. And then uh, you and I will catch up next Monday. Perfect. Thank you. This we'll conclude today's podcast, thank you very much for joining us. Hope that you found this useful and interesting. Please listen all the way to the end. We're going to have our regional disclaimers Up next. FXCM Limited, www.fxcm.com forward slash UK. CFDs are complex instruments and come with a high risk of losing money rapidly due to leverage. 70% of retail investor accounts lose money when trading CFDs with this provider. You should consider whether you understand how CFDs work and whether you can afford to take the high risk of losing your money. FXCM Australia, you can sustain a total loss of deposits. Please refer to our product disclosure statement at www.fxcm.com forward slash AU. FXM South Africa, trading on margin carries risk. Please read the full risk disclosure at www.fxcm.com forward slash ZA. FXM Markets, losses can exceed deposits. Any opinions, news, research, analyses, prices, other information or references to third-party sites contained on this podcast are provided on an as-is basis, as general market commentary, and does not constitute investment advice. The market commentary has not been prepared in accordance with legal requirements designed to promote the independence of investment research, and it is therefore not subject to any prohibition on dealing ahead of dissemination. Although this commentary is not produced by an independent source, FXCM takes all sufficient steps to eliminate or prevent any conflicts of interests arising out of the production and, disseminate and dissemination of this communication. Past performance is not an indicator of future results.